It's time for high school basketball on The Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. Let's go to the gym for tonight's action. And good evening. Welcome in to the New Tech pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leaders. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. Uh, good evening. I'm Brandon Peoples alongside Nick Quaring here tonight. We are back at Sandy Creek, kind of our home away from home, Nick. Uh, lately, we've done a lot of basketball in this gym within the last month, and uh, we saw some uh, good basketball last uh, this past Tuesday. And both these teams uh, coming in tonight, Axtell and Lawrence Nelson, both victorious. Maybe didn't play their best game on Tuesday night, but I imagine they're going to step up a lot tonight. Well, you know, we got two 18-win teams coming here, coming into the gym here tonight, Brandon, and I really think we're in for a good ball game. I was talking to Coach Biltoff of Lawrence Nelson here prior to the game, and she said they're really going to look to get the ball inside. And said Axtell has also improved in getting to the post in previous games. So, yeah, I think we're in for a good one. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Uh, again, uh, we have a lot of uh, great sponsors helping you bring are helping us bring you this game tonight. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, Nebraska, one of our fine sponsors here this evening. Uh, taking a look at a, all the other basketball we got going on here, in the, at least in Class D1. Again, this is sub-district championship night. The winners go on to the district final coming up on Friday of next week. And so let's take a look just kind of on the opposite side of this district, uh, the district uh, sub-district championship being played at Southern Valley. We've got Cambridge and Bertrand at the other end of this uh, district, uh, D110. That's being played out at Southern Valley. So uh, that is the one and two seeds, I believe, there, Cambridge and Bertrand, uh, both having good seasons, 17-5 and five and 15-3 and three for uh, both those teams, respectively. Uh, anybody's guess? Right. Uh, who's going to come out of this district? It's uh, really a toss-up. You know, I think we're looking forward to some hard-fought basketball. Nothing's going to be given. You know, obviously all those sports cliches that I've said a thousand times. I don't like them, but they stand true, and we don't know who's going to come out. You know, we got two 18-win teams here, so whoever comes out of this gym tonight here in Sandy Creek has a good opportunity to win that district final. Elsewhere in D1 tonight, the D1-11 sub-district out of Gothenburg that has Brady versus South Loop. D1-12 out of Bridgeport in the in the Panhandle has Dundee County Stratton versus Morrill. Uh, elsewhere, the lower-numbered uh, di- sub-districts. <laughs> D1-1 at Freeman High School features Diller Odell versus uh, Nebraska City Lords Catholic, uh, Central Catholic. D1-2, a friend versus BDS. That is a fine matchup there. D1-3 will be out at Fremont. That has Omaha Nation taking on Archbishop Bergen. Uh, D1-4 out at Aquinas Catholic featuring Fullerton versus Howells Dodge tonight. D1-5 in Ponca, Emerson Hubbard versus Pender. North Central in Boyd County out of Creighton tonight for the D1-6. D1-7 is uh, being played at Grand Island Central Catholic. That has Kennesaw versus Heartland Lutheran. And then Elma Creek and Overton get set in the D1-8 sub-district out at Kearney. Catholic tonight so that is uh, who's still alive here in class D1 and it's uh, going to be a lot of fun to see how it all shapes up it's a lot of basketball <laughs> there's a lot of basketball yeah. going on all over the state 12 games uh, in all of the lower classes the four lower classes tonight and we're going to have tip off here in just a few minutes we're going to take a quick time out 
step aside and let you hear from some of our fine sponsors here tonight on The Breeze 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark at 308-750-6060 or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. New Tech Seed, undisputed Midwest yield leader. I grew up in India and then did residency in three different countries. I've always wanted to be a doctor and then while I was in medical school, I saw this 25-year-old woman with two little children diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a life-shattering experience for her and her entire family. Then helping her get through it, that was very challenging and fulfilling to me. Mary Lanning Hospital has everything to offer bringing the best possible care to the people here in their community. I'm just very happy to be here and to be able to help each and every patient that walks through the door and bring a smile to their faces. I am Shamila Gark, medical oncologist at Morrison Cancer Center. Mary Lining Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. The Breeze, 94.5. Now, welcome back once again to Sandy Creek High School, getting you set for this D19 subdistrict final here between uh, Axtell and Lawrence Nelson here on The Breeze. So, we have a lot of basketball on our radio stations tonight. Mike Will is up at uh, Aurora, I believe it is tonight. Yep. For uh, St. Cecilia's subdistrict final against Centura, which you can hear on 1230 KHAS tonight. And uh, won't be Doug Duda in Hastings. He's out in uh, Omaha, so I believe it's Randy Bushcutter, if I'm not mistaken. He'll be on Classic Hits 98.9 tonight, bringing you the uh, sub-district final from Hastings High, and that's uh, Minden and Carney Catholic uh, getting set there in that one. So lots of area action on our radio stations. Again, that's on Classic Hits, and uh, we've got this one tonight as well. Yeah, Minden, they got a good ball team out there. Uh, they actually have, according to the NSAA website, the girls' leading score in the state at almost 30 points a game. So if you have the opportunity to catch Minden at any point, go ahead and do that as well. Had a chance to see them uh, a few years ago with some of those uh, the sisters uh, right. coming up there. And uh, one of them, I think, went to a couple of them went to D1 schools, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, they've got a lot of talent going through Minden right now. Want to say thanks to uh, one of our presenting sponsors here tonight, Mary Landing Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration being a uh, proud sponsor of high school basketball on the radio. We continue on here in the New Tech pregame show. Uh, again, talk about this matchup a little bit. Um, Axtell, uh, we talked to the coach after the uh, game the other night, and he said if they play like they did the other night, it's going to be an early exit for them. What did they do wrong against Franklin? Well, I, I think what they did, it, 
is they didn't get the ball into the post quite enough. And from watching that game, their offense stalled out on numerous occasions, and the defense was really able to stifle them. I mean, Franklin was a 1-17 team, and they really gave Axtell everything they wanted on Tuesday night. So against this Lawrence Nelson Raiders team, they're really going to have to play a higher level of basketball. We saw Lawrence Nelson. They shot it a lot from the, from the perimeter the other night. They didn't quite get their post game going in the first half. I think it's crucial that they get that going early because that seems to be their game plan. They want to get it to number 50, or 52, 50, Menke. Yeah, yep. I, I had a chance to talk to uh, Kathy Biltoff, head coach of the Lawrence Nelson uh, Raiders girls basketball team, here just a few minutes ago, and what she told me was, yeah, they want to get it to the post, and they were really lucky the other night to be to have uh, Harley Himmelberg hit her first four three-point shots, and it really kept them in the game, gave them a boost, but no, their goal is definitely to get it into the post to Minky, who, if I'm not mistaken, had about 12 points on Tuesday in the second half, so... Yeah, and she's averaging about 7.3 points per game. Rebounds, she's averaging about 6.3. So, obviously, she'll be a major factor here tonight. Definitely a leader for the Raiders, that's for sure. And uh, as for for uh, Axtell, they'll be looking toward uh, Season Melema, who uh, is their leading scorer this season, 11 points per game. She's also averaging right around five rebounds per game. So, her and her sister, uh, Sophie, will be called upon she's also averaging nine points a game and that's not that's not too shabby hey if you're the parents of a set of twins that are starting at a varsity level in high school basketball and together they're averaging about 20 points a game you can't you, you can't be there, there's nothing wrong with that but you know we saw great defense from regan miller uh on tuesday as well so i think axtell has a good shot but Hey, we're about to get started, so we're excited to see how it goes. And that reminds us, let's uh, take a look at your starting lineups here tonight. And they'll go this way. It'll be Lawrence Nelson, the visitors, on the scoreboard tonight. And they'll go this way. Harley Himmelberg, she's a five foot two inch senior, and she'll play a guard. Alyssa Miller, 5'6", senior, guard and a forward. Cherokee Fromm Thayer, 5'5", senior, guard. Haley Mankey, a 5'7", forward and center, and she is a senior. And Kelsey Mankey, the 5'9 senior, she is also their center. Head coach is Kathy Biltoft, assisted by Leslie Biltoft. Again, it'll be Himmelberg, Miller, From Thayer, uh, Mankey, and Mankey, Haley, and Kelsey. For Axtell, they'll go this way. It'll be Ashley Snell, 5'5 junior guard. Reagan Miller, a 5'5 junior guard. Emmy Nickel, 5'5 sophomore guard. Season Melema, a 5'9 junior guard, and Sophie Melema, a 5'10-inch junior forward. Head coach of the Wildcats is Kelly Cooksley, assisted by Eric Miller and Justin Moore. Lawrence Nelson and Axtell both with 18 wins. Axtell is 18-6, and six, and as is Lawrence Nelson. So a uh, on paper, a very even matchup here tonight. Again, I want to say thanks to New Tech bringing you our pregame show. New Tech. Tech is your yield leaders. Contact a New Tech seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. We are just moments away from tip-off here in this sub-district championship game at Sandy Creek High School. We'll step aside, bringing you the opening tip when we return here on The Breeze 94.5. 
You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. KLIQ Hastings, The Breeze. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back in. High School Basketball brought to you by our presenting sponsors, including Glenwood Telephone, now delivering fiber to Hastings. As we get set for tip-off here, it'll be, uh, let's see, it'll be Kelsey Menke at center circle, along with Sophie Mellema, the opening tip on the floor here, and now finally goes into the hands of Axtell. It'll be Reagan Miller bringing it up the floor. A steal right away, taken away by Alyssa Miller of Lawrence Nelson. They set up in their half-court offense. Whistle blows, and I'm not sure what that was. The clock did not start. We're still sitting at eight minutes. We've already had a turnover, so clock did not start there at the beginning of the game. Someone fell asleep at the clock. <laughs> dangerous, dangerous. Ran on, running off uh, at least 12 seconds. And so Lawrence Nelson will inbound it from right in front of the scorer's table. Setting up in their half courts. Harley Himmelberg over on the left wing gets it to Miller. Himmelberg thought about the three, hesitates, gets it down to the low post. Down to Mankey. She's triple teams, puts it up anyway, and it won't go. Fight for the loose ball was... Initially pulled down by Lawrence Nelson. Stolen away, though, by the athletic Reagan Miller. She'll bring it up the floor, down to the baseline for season Melema. They'll work it back along the perimeter, left side. Swing it down to the left corner, onto the baseline. Nothing there. So they'll reset. Back between the circles, Miller has uh, checked that. Yeah, Reagan Miller. She will pass it off to Nickel. Down, bounce pass to the baseline for season Melema. Back over to Miller, right wing. They she'll pull up from about 18 feet away. Off the glass and in. The bank is open, Brandon. Early in the game. So an early 2-0 start for Axtell. And they'll face a little bit of backcourt pressure as Lawrence Nelson brings it up the floor. Alyssa Miller has it over to the left side. A three-point shot on the way. No good by Cherokee from there. But the offensive rebound cleared out there by Himmelberg. Good job there. We'll get it in the post. 
Alyssa Miller's pull-up jumper would not go, and Reagan Miller right there to scoop it up. Wildcats in their half-court offense. Set up along the perimeter. It's into the hands of Emmy Nickel down to the baseline. As season Melma pulls up and will check it outside for Reagan Miller, who put up the three, but it was well short. And it will go back to Lawrence Nelson. By well short, what Brandon was trying to explain is that was an air ball right yeah. there. Early in the game, some nerves, sub-district championship, nothing wrong with that. And we get a foul here, a body foul right along the far sideline. Season Melamo will be whistled for that one. That's the first foul of the game for either team. And so Lawrence Nelson retains possession. About two minutes gone in the first quarter. 2-0 in favor of the Wildcats. Into the hands of Himmelberg. Picks up the dribble. Goes right side to Alyssa Miller. Bounce pass right back in the lane. They kick it back out on the perimeter. Three girls playing here on the right side of the arc. Back up top, Himmelberg. Right near the free throw line. Good. And we're tied at two. Harley Himmelberg comes out firing like she did on Tuesday. Continuing her hot streak of shooting right now. now it's down on the baseline. Lawrence Nelson comes up. Forcing the turnover. They get it to Himmelberg right at half court. And an errant pass fought for. Scooped back up by Lawrence Nelson. And then dribble pass goes out of bounds along the baseline back to Axtell. Yeah, it looked like Lawrence Nelson right there. That was Alyssa Miller trying to get the ball into the post to Minky. However, pass a little, little off target. And Axtell takes possession. So here comes Regan Miller. Dribbling with the right hand. Goes right side. She'll get the pass back. Looking to go down to the baseline now. They get it to Melima left side. She'll dribble inside. Kicks it back out to Miller. Now we're on the right side to Emmy Nickel. Back to Miller once again. She's dangerous wherever she shoots from. She'll get it back now. High post. Back along the perimeter now to Miller or Melima for the three. Nothing but net from the right side. Look at that right there. When you can get a post player to fire from the outside and get buckets like that, it's only going to help your cause. Uh, a little stifling pressure defense here being applied by Axtell. A running jumper from Fromm Thayer from the free throw line. Good. Lawrence Nelson answering right back. Early on here, Brandon, we got a good ball game. 5-4 our score. Axtell clinging to a one-point lead. They get it down to the baseline and sees Melma pull up jumper from the right side. It won't go. The weak side rebound pulled down by Lawrence Nelson. Now Cherokee from there pulls up with a layup and is denied. Rebound pulled out of there by Axtell's Sophie Melema. I believe it was Melema also with the block on that play. Here's Miller. Pull up jumper from 18. Won't go. It spun in and out and into the hands of a Lawrence Nelson defender. Himmelberg. Brings it up the floor, gives it off to Cherokee from Thayer along the top of the key. They work it down to the post. Back out to Himmelberg for three. No good. Rebound taken by Axtell. I want to run with it here as Miller comes across the floor. Into the lane. Kicks it out to Ashley Snell. Brings it down to the baseline left side. She's double teamed. Now finds Sophie Melema running to the hoop, and she had a block from behind. Great block there by Lawrence Nelson. That was Haley Menke on the block. Clean block. And now the Raiders will try to set up in their offense here up top. It goes to Miller. Nothing there. Himmelberg will shoot it from the right side. Three-pointer on the way. No good. And a rebound there. And 
Boy, a lot of contact on Cherokee from there. The Lawrence Nelson fans wanted to foul. Now a pull-up jumper in the lane, no good by Miller. That looked like a clean block there on that possession, Brandon. Uh, fans don't always have the best view, but we got great seats right now here in Sandy Creek. Reagan Miller with the basketball gives it off right wing. Ashley Snell passes tipped into the air, but Miller able to retrieve it. They get it down to the baseline to Melema. Season to Sophie, and some contact in the lane. A foul called. It'll be against Lawrence Nelson. Not sure who they're going to call that one on. Himmelberg came up with the ball. However, there was some contact for Minky, so we'll see where the foul goes. Himmelberg going to come out, as is Miller. Got a couple new players in there, including Maddie Kuchera, and I think Molly McCartney's in there as well. Looking to inbound it from the baseline. They get it to Reagan Miller, Hextel basketball. Miller has it between the circles. Now dribbles with the right elbow. Working down to the baseline. Steal away, uh, stolen away there by Haley Makey. Great job there. Zaxtell trying to get the ball to the baseline. Great defense by Lawrence Nelson. Now Kelsey Makey in the high post. She'll kick it out. Three-pointer on the way by Maddie Kuchera. No good. And the rebound goes to Axtell. Here they go. They want to run. Season Melema pulls up in the corner. Lost the, lost the dribble pass. Now here comes Lawrence Nelson running in the fast break. Cherokee from there. Can't finish the layup. Great hustle right there from Snell from Axtell to make that a tough shot. Axtell able to pull down the rebound after a tough fought battle there. Season Melma gets it. They call timeout. And we'll do the same. We'll step aside for a quick 30-second timeout. You're listening to The Breeze 94.5. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. The Breeze, 94.5. Welcome back into the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. Axtell leading 5-4 inside two minutes to go here in the first quarter. A lot of good play here so far. Good defense on both sides. Wildcats set up in their half court here. They've got it up top to Ashley Snell. Try to get it in the low post. It's stolen away again by Lawrence Nelson. Cherokee from Thayer holds into the corner. Kachera, three-pointer, spun in and out, and then goes down. Great shot there. Way to get the ball into the corner. The best three-point shot you can take is from the corner. Just a little shorter than other points on the floor, but like you were saying, Brandon, great defense led to good offense right there. It is 7-5. Lawrence Nelson with the lead for the first time. Another three on the way. Won't go. That is uh, Paige Kirby who missed that one from the left side. Raiders quickly up the floor in their black and silver uniforms. A three on the way again for Kachera. This time she's denied, but an offensive rebound pulled out of there by Kelsey Menke. They get it down to her. Now she's double teamed. Flips it back out to Kachera for three off the front of the rim. No good. And a rebound and being trapped near the baseline. Lawrence Nelson forces a turnover. Sixth Axtell turnover of the first quarter. And now here's Molly McCartney. Pull up jumper from the high post. Won't go. And Axtell pulls down the rebound. They're out running. 
or a floating jumper in the lane. Ashley Snell can't connect, and we get a foul. And it's going to be, I believe, on Lawrence Nelson. Not sure if that's a shooting foul, Brandon. It looks like they're going to call it on the floor with the reach on Menke. I believe that will be her first. Nope, that foul was not on Menke. They're going to call it on uh, Molly McCartney. I did not even know she was on the floor right then. <laughs> I believe she's now checked out. <laughs> uh, substitution is brought in here. And pulling up in the lane, Sophie Melema can't connect. Rebound Lawrence Nelson. We're down to 20 seconds. They've got a 7-5 to five advantage. And a steal here. Actually, is an errant pass intercepted by Axtell and hustling up the floor. Himmelberg trying to run it down, chasing Emmy Nickel, and it goes out of bounds. You know, there's nothing more you like to see than players hustling. She chased her down almost the length of the floor to knock that one out of bounds and stop the fast break. So the Wildcats will inbound it with 12 seconds from the baseline. Dribble pass inside, right off the glass. But Camille Fischel couldn't connect. There's a putback, though, and one. Didn't see who scored it here. Let's see. That was uh, Sophie Melamo who got the rebound off the miss. Almost looked to me from this angle, Brandon, like she went over the back. No call, but she got the call on the contact right there on Lawrence Nelson. Not sure who the foul was on, but she will go to the line to try to complete the three-point play. Well, this would give Axtell a one-point lead. Free throw good, and it's 8-7 Wildcats. Lawrence Nelson trying to get it up the floor, down to five seconds. Himmelberg lost the pass. Camille Fischel will take it, lays it up, and in at the buzzer. Boom, boom. And there you go. A lot of momentum heading into the second quarter for the Wildcats as they lead it 10-7. Stay tuned, we'll have second quarter action right after this. There's a lot of talk and worry about insurances these days. And a question like, is my doctor in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield is far too common. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery wants to let you know that we are and will continue to be in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with many other insurances. With items like on-site x-ray, MRI, and casting and bracing, New West has what it takes to take care of you. Call New West Sports Medicine to schedule your appointment today. No referral necessary. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. The Breeze 94.5. We are back once again here at Sandy Creek, 10-7. As the Raiders trail by three, they've got the basketball. Himmelberg will give off to Cherokee from there on the left wing. She's double teamed, gets rid of the pass. They work it over to the right side. Now cross court again. Back to from there. Into the high post now. They kick it out to Himmelberg on the right wing. Playing very well on the perimeter. Now Himmelberg open three. Did not... Get it to fall, but she's fouled in the act of shooting. After the foul. It was oh, after the shot there, okay. Braden. I believe it'll just be uh, out right here on the baseline for Lawrence Nelson. Well, that's a kind of a break then for Axtell. <laughs> you could say so. I wonder if she pulled the Reggie Miller with the leg kick trying <laughs> to draw that foul. Lawrence Nelson retaining possession here after the foul. It's into the hands of... Alyssa Miller, they get it down low. Back out to Miller. 
Three on the way. Good. Actually, it's just a long two. It'll be 10 to 9. Miller with her first bucket of the game. Axtell with it on the baseline. It's Melima trying to do a little reverse layup. That didn't work. Looked like she had it blocked by Cherokee Fran Thayer right there, Lawrence Nelson. As she comes up the floor, she's double teamed. They get it off to Miller. Miller, nothing there. She's cut off. They get it around to Himmelberg right wing. Dribble pass back up top. Now into the corner here on the left or the right side. Kelsey Menke posts up and draws a foul. Yeah, that was a great job right there, Lawrence Nelson. They're working the ball around the perimeter and looking for a gap to get it into the post. They succeeded right there. Just like uh, Coach Bill Top said, they get it into Minky and she's going to the free throw line. So she'll shoot a pair here. That one is off the back of the rim. No good. It's her first uh, attempt at points here of the game. She has not scored yet. Second one on the way. A little too high. No good. Posting up for the rebound, and there's a little contact. I think they're going to get Mankey there on the foul. Yeah. Mankey got blocked out as the shooter by a guard on that free throw attempt. Tried to fight through to get the ball, but they call it for the push in the back. And that's what they teach you. They teach you to go low when you box out, and that's exactly what that player did. Now a double team, a trap here on the corner on the Axtell player. That's Emmy Nickel. And did they force the turnover? They did. Wow, that was that was a heck of a trap right there by Lawrence Nelson. Just on the other side of the timeline there. Forced the Aaron pass. He bounced it out of bounds up under the scorer's table. Cherokee from Thayer with it. Ahead to Miller. Melissa Miller runs it onto the left side. Picks up for dribble. Gives it off to Himmelberg. They find it from Thayer. She wanted to shoot. Now will post up in the lane. Puts it up. And no good. But she is fouled. Good job there. You know, like we talked about on Tuesday, finding those gaps in that 2-3 zone, you got to get it to the free throw line area and then into the post, which is exactly what happened. So it'll be from Thayer shooting a pair here. First one is no good. And so far, Lawrence Nelson 0 for 3 at the line. Free throws, free throws, free throws. That's what you preach. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Could be the difference in the game. It's a one-point game right now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. From Thayer makes the second one, and she's got three points in the game. We're tied at 10. You can ask my son how much I preach about free throws. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Reagan Miller, and she's going to get hand-checked right at midcourt. As she was trying to bring it up the floor, facing a lot of backcourt pressure there. Seen that applied quite a bit in this game so far. Miller get the inbound pass now. It's the Wildcat ball. Just about six minutes to play. They work it down to the baseline. Pull-up jumper from the left side. Emmy Nickel can't connect. And the Raiders there for the rebound. And they're getting out and running. Ahead to Himmelberg into the corner for Haley Mankey. They get it back up top of the key. Nextel playing man-to-man defense, it looks like, and switching often. Now they get it in the corner. Mankey, her pull-up jumper from the right side won't go, but it's an offensive rebound. Now an open from there in the corner. She'll pull up down to the baseline. Running jumper, good. Nice floater right there. Whatever whatever it is Axel is playing on defense, it is not working. Lawrence Nelson had two wide-open looks right there on that possession. And now almost a turnover, and it is a turnover as a pass was 
overthrown for Emmy Nickel and into the hands now of Alyssa Miller. Eight Axtell turnover here in the first half. That's not a good start. Now they try to get it to Kelsey Mankey, who forced that shot up there. Denied by the rim. Going the other way now. Axtell turns it over again on the fast break. So here's Fromm Thayer coming up. Reagan Miller trying to strip her. And the Raiders get it into the corner. Here's Miller. 18-footer is good. Melissa Miller connects. Axtell looks like they need a timeout right here. Looks like they need a timeout. They're going to get one. I'm not sure what it's for. Looks like a contact might have came out of one of the players' eyes. Looks like it as she is going to jog back to the locker room. That was Snell for Axtell. 4.42 left here in the first half. It's Axtell. That's actually Lawrence Nelson leading by four, 14 to 10. Lawrence Nelson on a, I believe it's a five or six nothing run right now to take the lead back. Now a player in trouble. That's Paige Kirby. She kicks it out to Miller for three. It won't go. And bodies flying here. A couple of Raider players got uh, their feet tangled up. Yeah, they came down with the rebound, bumped into each other. Ball goes out of bounds. Axtell gets lucky and gets another shot at getting some points on the board. Kind of like uh, watching Shaggy and Scooby, you know. <laughs> Rut row. <laughs> getting chased by monsters. <laughs> Reagan Miller between the circles. Brings it to the left side. Now it goes right. Finds Kirby. Little pass into the high post. Almost a turnover. They work it around. Good passing. Miller has it again. Left side. Cross court pass. Caught there by Kirby. It almost went over her head. And now a turnover and another back-to-back turnovers there as Lawrence Nelson came up with it and then Season Melema pulls it away and then draws contact. She'll be heading to the free throw line. You know, they tell you when you're a young player and you're learning basketball, don't keep the ball up over your head, which is, which is exactly what Haley Mankey did for the Raiders and Melema was able to take it away. Free throw is no good by Season Melema. The foul, by the way, whistled against. Let's see, that was on Haley Mankey. Haley yep. Mankey, yep. Her second. 16 fouls already on Lawrence Nelson. That's a bunch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and the second one, good. That's four points now for Season. 14 11 in favor of the Raiders. Under four minutes to go here in the first half. Pass is overthrown and tipped by Season Melema. So another uh, almost a turnover there. Yeah, I'm surprised that uh, surprised Lawrence Nelson didn't fire that one up. Wide open look from three. Tried to get a better look, but it didn't work out. Himmelberg wide open. They don't see her, though, up top. They go down low. Mankey can't get the layup. And a rebound, Axtell. Fighting for the rebounds down in the post. This is a great game so far. Some, ooh, some bad passes here, but Axtell recovers. And another... Tough pass there. Chased down by Ashley Snell. Sees Melma trying to drive into the post. A lot of contact. They're going to call an offensive foul on her. If I'm if I'm Axtell right now, if I'm uh, head coach Kuskleep, I call a timeout. I mean, they're playing a little bit out of control from what we saw them play on Tuesday. This doesn't seem like their game. They seem a little flustered. They could use, you know, a little second to regroup, I think. And so here's Lawrence Nelson bringing it up the floor. Again, they lead by three. There's a little body foul called on Caitlin Callen. Axtell is pressing right now, and I don't mean in the sense of a defensive press, but 
as in it seems like they feel like this game is getting away from them. They have 11 turnovers already. Yeah, that is a bunch from just the first half on a, on a team that's 18 and 6. You don't expect that here in the sub-district final. Absolutely not. But credit the Lawrence Nelson defense. Here's a three on the way by Fromm Thayer, top of the key. It won't go. And a rebound cleared out by Axtell. Camille Fischel might have got away with the palm there. She goes down the floor, lays it up. It's no good. We have some contact. And she'll head to the free throw line. Let's see if they get the foul on. It'll be on Himmelberg. That's her second. It's team foul number seven. Against Lawrence Nelson. And Himmelberg will come out. Alyssa Miller back in. Free throw on the way for Camille Fischels. She's got two points so far, and that one is no good. They must have called that one on the floor, and Axtell will now be shooting the one-on-one for the rest of this half. 14-11 remains our score. From Thayer into the corner. They get it to Cachero, who's shot it well, but doesn't make that one. A rebound pulled out of there by Season Melema. They are fighting for every rebound here tonight, Brandon. Here's Melema into the lane. Uh, passes it off to Camille Fischel on the baseline. Her layup would not go. She does draw contact. Another, no, wait. That is another offensive foul oh. on Axtell right there. Wow. And now Lawrence Nelson will be shooting free throws. Yeah, that's the seventh team foul against Axtell. So this time it'll be, who's that? Is that... Uh, I cannot see the number right there. I believe it's Miller. And that free throw is no good. It was Miller. Offensive rebound, and now it's stolen away by Axtell. And it's become a slugfest all of a sudden. I'm I'm not sure right there, Brandon. It looked like both players were just going for the ball. I'm not sure I would have blown the whistle. It looked like they were just trying to make a clean play for the ball, and bodies hit the floor. But regardless, Axtell steps to the free throw line. Had 15 fouls here in the first half combined. Free throw is no good. That was Caitlin Callen shooting, and the whistle blows again. And are we gonna? What do we have now? Looks like a, a jump ball. Okay. And Lots of whistles, man. Lots of whistles. Has been. Axtell with the basketball on the baseline, looking to throw it in. It's tipped and stolen away. Raiders mm-hmm. have it. Great job right there by Miller of of Lawrence Nelson to bat the inbounds pass. Now they're working over in the corner to McCartney. Right wing into the post for Miller. Tried to post up and then got fouled. I think they're going to get Sophie Melema. And the refs have really kind of taken over the uh, momentum from both teams. Whatever momentum anyone had has completely been taken out of this game by whistles and you know, you hate to see that sometimes, in a, especially in a game like this. It's a sub-district championship. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to let them play. Free throw again, no good. This time uh, the shooter was Alyssa Miller. But, uh, the ball goes out of bounds, and it goes to Axtell. 2.19 to play here in the first half. It's 14-11. It seems like we've been stuck on that number for a while here. Lawrence Nelson with the lead. Axtell running up the floor. It's season Melema all the way to the hoop. Bounce pass to the left. Shot was way long. Yeah, from the left side from Emmy Nickel. Here come the Raiders back the other way. 
Alyssa Miller going right side down to the baseline. Maddie Kachera running jumper, won't go. Fight for the loose ball, a lot of contacts. But again, as, you, as you've alluded to, it looks like both players are going for the ball. I am not exactly sure what we're seeing right now, but this, in the last three minutes, is a completely different game than we saw early on when the tempo was great, they're up and down the floor, the teams are able to get into an offensive flow, but right now, it seems like every possession, we're getting a whistle. And this time, Kelsey Mankey, the guilty party here, so we're going to go back, walk it to the other end of the floor here, and shoot free throws for Extel. Sophie Melema, and she misses the free throw. And we're seeing a lot of missed free throws here as well. No one can score right now. Well, Axel has one point in his quarter, and I accredit it a lot to the pace of this game. Uh, Lawrence Nelson ball from Thayer. Gets it all over the left wing. Miller goes up, <laughs> running jumper, and she's blocked, but there was also a foul called there on Sophie Melema. It's, yep. almost, it's almost laughable. If, if they call that on Sophie Melema, which they did, that was, I mean, we're sitting right here. We can see right down the baseline where the shot was taken. That was a clean block. As it is, Miller will shoot their eyes. Yeah, listen, Miller shooting the free throw makes the first one. This will give us a chance to remind you about Glenwood Telephone. They're bringing you coverage of high school basketball tonight. Internet for when you mean business. Second free throw, no good. Rebound, Axtell. They want to run up the floor. About a minute and a half left to go. Trailing by four. Pull-up jumper, Reagan Miller can't connect. Ball loose. Last touch by the Wildcats. Wow. Uh, this is this is not the same Axtell team we saw on Tuesday. No. That's their like third or fourth air ball here in the first half, and they just look out of sorts, so... We'll see if they can get into the half and maybe regroup a little bit as we have just over a minute. Here comes Miller for Lawrence Nelson. Kicks it out. Jump shot. No good by Molly McCartney. And a rebound, Axtell. They trail by four, down 15 to 11. Axtell still without a field goal in this quarter. They've And they're going to miss one there, too, as Ashley Snell couldn't hit the running floater. And it goes out of bounds. Back to Lawrence Nelson. I would not like to be a part of this Axtell Wildcats basketball team when you go into the half. <laughs> no, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be uh, not pretty from the coach. Miller, it's, uh, Alyssa Miller, getting it off to Cherokee from Thayer. Now a pass left side to Molly McCartney into the corner, left wing, back up top from Thayer, looking to get rid of it. Finds McCartney, cross-court pass, back to the left. Three on the way, good. Actually, she had a foot on the line. That was Alyssa Miller. She's shot very well. She's got seven points. It is 17-11, Lawrence Nelson. They get it down to the baseline, does Axtell. Sophie Melema kicks it back out. Three on the way, and good. Emmy Nickel there connecting on that one. Cuts the lead to three. They needed that. They needed that shot to fall. Down to five seconds. Here comes Alyssa Miller trying to bounce it away. They get it down the floor, and time will expire. An ugly second quarter here of basketball, to say the least. 17-14. <laughs> I think both teams yeah. happy to go to the locker room and regroup. 
Lawrence Nelson leading by three here at the break. Again, high school basketball on the breeze, 94.5, being brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, Nebraska. Stay tuned. The Allen Superstore Halftime Show is coming up next. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Get the good night's sleep that you deserve and save during the Presidential Savings Event at Furniture Direct. Experience a Queen Gel Memory Foam Mattress with adjustable base, now only $9.99. Buy a Louis Philippe Queen Bed for only $1.99. Up to 24-month special financing subject to credit approval. Hurry into the Presidential Savings Event at Furniture Direct, 930 South Burlington behind Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome in to the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore. The You Get More Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings. Our halftime score, Lawrence Nelson leading Axtell 17-14 in this D19 sub-district final. The winner again moves on to the district final, which will be held next Friday at a site to be determined, of course, uh, waiting the outcome of the D110 subdistrict between Cambridge and Bertrand. Let's get some score updates for you real quick. Check the Furniture Direct scoreboard. And uh, right now we see Kearney Catholic leading Minden in their subdistrict final by a score of 22 to 13, two minutes and 14 seconds left in the second quarter. Again, Kearney Catholic on top of Minden, 22 to 13. Elsewhere, um, Fall City Sacred Heart leading Sterling at the half, 21 to 11. We have uh, Bishop Newman leading Wahoo in the C15 Girls Subdistrict Final, 32 to 18. Cambridge, uh, for all you fans out there listening to our game, Cambridge leading Bertrand, 32 to 19 at the D110 final right now. Again, that's halftime there. Cambridge over Bertrand, 32 to 19. Lions Decatur leading Humphrey St. Francis 27 to 16 at the half. And right now it is Elgin Pope John leading West Holt 26-19 at the half as well. So uh, right now 
Uh, Nick, I was just updating the listeners here. Uh, Cambridge is leading Bertrand in their fine in their subdistrict final. So uh, it's 32-19 at halftime there. That uh, outcome will have a lot of interest here of this game, whoever wins. Right. I wish we had a way to broadcast it here to the people, but we do not unless they happen to be listening on the app or on PlatteRiverPreps.com. But, yeah, I think we have a great basketball game here right now. It's a three-point game, but, you know, that first quarter was up and down and back and forth, and it was really exciting. And then all of a sudden in that second quarter, as we discussed, the whistle just started blowing in it. It really took over that second quarter as uh, Axtell only able to score, what, four points in the quarter as they started the second quarter with 10. So yeah. it's not looking good. No. Uh, eh. It was 14 to t- What was the score after one quarter? It was 14-10 or something like that. I don't remember. It was. I believe, I believe it was 10-9, 10-9 Axtell. Right. And then Lawrence Nelson went on a run as they scored about six straight points and they got a free throw late. But. They outscored Axtell massively in that quarter to take the lead. And, you know, in that locker room right now for Axtell, it is it is not going well for those players because that quarter, quite honestly, was fairly ugly. Again, uh, by the way, the Furniture Direct scoreboard, we deliver the score. Furniture Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any Beautyrest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect. When you shop Furniture Direct just south of Sonic in Hastings and at FurnitureDirectHastings.net. Let's take a look at the first half totals. And uh, not a lot of uh, players have scored a lot of points. Nope. Uh, Looks like Alyssa Miller, the leading scorer here at the half. She's got seven points. Five also for... Uh, Cherokee Front there has five. And, oh. And and I believe uh, Maddie Kuchera has contributed three on that side. As for Axtell, let's see, they're led in scoring by Season Melema with four. Three points for Sophie Melema, two for Reagan Miller. It's, it's just been kind of not a lot of scoring on, on their end, and a lot of it had to do with that second quarter. A lot of turnovers. Sloppy play. I mean, the ball was bouncing all over the place, and, you know, like I, like I mentioned during that second quarter, is it really appeared to me that Axtell was pressing. Like, they felt the game slipping away from him during that Lawrence Nelson run. And honestly, I mean, even if you're Lawrence Nelson, they had five, six shots from point blank range that they missed. So this lead, I mean, honest, kind of if you're Axtell, you feel good mm-hmm. about only being down by three points and only scoring three points in the entire second quarter. Yeah, if you remember back to the Franklin game a little bit, they, they played about two really good quarters in that game. The other two, Franklin hung around they they stuck with them and yep and for a little while it looked like maybe we were going to have a dog fight going into the uh, fourth quarter but uh, they end up pulling away and we talked to the uh, to coach Kuskley afterward and you know he was telling us you know <laughs> we, we play like that we're not going very far and and right now it's just they're not getting consistent basketball here from quarter to quarter and maybe that changes in the second half well, you know, it's amazing what a coach will tell you over sandwiches. And we're, yeah. and we're, we're sitting there, and the good people of Sandy Creek are taking care of us, and he's just telling us, look, that was not a good game. We did not play good basketball. We got away with the win, but they were playing a 1-17 team. And a team like Axtell, who right now, after that win, is sitting on 18, they better be able to get past a 1-17 team. So we'll see what they come out with here in the second half. 
Again, halftime score, Lawrence Nelson 17, Axtell 14. Winner moves on to the district final one week from tomorrow night. And uh, we will be back in just a couple minutes, bringing you the second half action right here on The Breeze, 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a text of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings. Brandon Peoples, Nick Quaring, courtside with you here at Sandy Creek. We get set for second half action. I want to say thanks also to our presenting sponsor, Glenwood Telephone, helping to make Hastings a one-gig city. Axtell with the basketball to open up the second half. They work it around the left wing, down to the baseline, double team on Ashley Snell. And now a three-pointer on the way, left short off the rim. But the Wildcats get it back on the long rebound. Reagan Miller comes up with it. She has the basketball between the circles. Over to the left side for Emmy Nickel. Nickel gets it back, dribble pass into the corner on the left side. Trap set against Season Melmush, who now dribbles, gets rid of it. Up top to Sophie. Back over to Season in the corner. Pass tipped away by Cherokee from there. A steal and then a foul. And let's see who the foul is on. I believe it's on, it's on Mel- Melma. Yep. She pushed her in the back after she had the ball stolen away. So Lawrence Nelson will take back over. And they have been. They've been the ones to kind of really put the pressure on. And now a steal by Season Miller. A nice pass on the dribble to Reagan Miller, who lays it up and in. 
Beautiful wraparound pass there by Melamo to get the easy bucket for Regan Miller. And now a gift here as they force a turnover right at midcourt, applying a little pressure. This is a different Axtell team than we saw jog into the locker room at the half here, Brandon. And real quickly, Lawrence Nelson wants to talk it over. Want to regroup here just out of the uh, locker room here. 17-16 our score in favor of Lawrence Nelson. We'll be back after this on The Breeze. I want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there tuning us in here on the Breeze 94.5 High School Basketball on the radio tonight. And don't forget, Doug Duda will be bringing you more coverage from uh, state wrestling tomorrow. I believe uh, that's actually still going on right now at the CenturyLink Center. And you got a chance to go out there Saturday for the finals. That is an experience that is unlike anything else in oh, state yeah. high school sports. It's fun. Take the drive. Omaha's a great place. Wildcats with the basketball down at the low post. They kick it out to Ashley Snell. Now to Melima. Good ball movement. A three-pointer on the way. Good. Wow. Great job there by Axtell. They were playing a little triangle. Reminiscent of Phil Jackson. <laughs> Found the open three and made it happen. It was Emmy Nickel there hitting the field goal. And Axtell has taken the lead here in 1917. Now Reagan Miller steals it away. And can't finish the layup going coast to coast here. Might have been the better option to give off the pass. It, it, was, a good, it was a good move, but just didn't come up. Oh, from Thayer, lost her footing, and now an easy layup at the other end for Ashley wow. Snell. All of a sudden, the Wildcats look unbeatable. Wow, they've come out on fire. Six straight points. Turnovers, Axtell, they're looking good. Whatever they, whatever coach told them in the locker room, obviously, is working. Now here's a three from Prom Theory. It won't go. Offensive rebound and using the glass, Maddie Kuchera puts it in. Well, I know the bank was open early, Brandon. I know it's getting late in the evening, but apparently <laughs> it is still open. Nice shot. Yeah, they're open extra hours tonight. <laughs> 21-19, Axtell. And a little, little just a... I don't know. They got a little bit of MJ secret stuff or something in the locker room there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taking it back to Space Jam. There's a three in the corner. No good. Rebound pulled out of there by Lawrence Nelson. It was uh, Season Melima with the missed shot there. Back the other way. Here comes the Raiders. Melissa Miller in the corner to Fromm Thayer. Back to Miller for three. Left it short. And it goes out of bounds. <laughs> it must be something about that end of the court. Because that is the fourth or fifth air ball we've had down on that end. We haven't had one down on the end closest to us here on the east end of the court. But down there on the west end, I'm not sure what's happening. Uh, It's interesting here. And the Wildcats uh, maintain their two-point lead with the ball. Ashley Snell will bring it across with a give-off to Caitlin Callen. Right back to Snell. Now on the corner, sees Melima pull up 18-footer. Won't go from the left side of the baseline. And we get a jump ball. 
I, I guess I was not aware that you could have a jump ball when not a single player had possession previously. So I guess you learn something every day. <laughs> Raiders with the ball, taking it the length of the floor against a little bit of pressure defense here in the back, which has helped them get back in this ball game, really. Raiders have it right at the timeline and a wide open Kelsey Mankey down there and can't connect, but wow. she does draw the foul. <laughs> Cherokee Fray up there was all the way out by the time by the half court line on the far side of the court. Somehow in the middle of that trap, turned around, saw Minky under the basket and got the ball there. Now let's see if Minky can connect on the free throws here. Misses that one off to the left. Way free throw shooting is going to be a difference in this ball game tonight. I say it every time. Got to make your free throws. You're in a two point game. These free throws could have tied the game. Instead, you're still going to be down at the end of this possession. And they're now two of nine from the free throw line is Lawrence Nelson. Both those missed there. And now a steal at the other end. Here's Alyssa Miller to put it up high off the glass. Won't go. And a rebound is going to be taken out of there by Axtell. 21-19 remains our score. Here comes season Melema almost had it stripped from her from behind, and now we get a timeout. A 30-second timeout called by the Wildcats. We'll do the same. We'll step aside. We're back after this on The Breeze 94.5. Working with Melanin is like being with family. You know everyone that you work with. Um, you know a little bit about them. You know about their family. It's just a natural thing. That's the strength of Morrison Cancer Center and Mary Lanning Hospital, the diversity. Because you're pulling talents from different parts of the world. We have the best doctors and nurses around, so I think that patients can have the best treatment near home. We're all interested in different things, but we complement one another. I think we make a great combination because we speak to different strengths. Cancer patients are amazing. It's very important to be there for them in these tough, tough times as their friend, as well as their doctor. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Well, we come back to action here. Season Melema misses a three-point shot. We had a a foul committed, an offensive foul, and so here comes Lawrence Nelson back the other way. And again, they trail by two, 21-19. Neither team's had a huge lead in this game. Oh, biggest lead of the game's been six. And now Alyssa Miller pulls up and puts one in from the free throw line. She has nine points. Finding the gap in that zone defense right there. Wildcats set up in there. Offense, top of the key. Season Melema has it, gives off to Miller. Miller pulls it back out. Back to Melema, wanting to drive. Gets off a pass. It was never recovered cleanly by Camille Fischel. Was she whistled for a travel? That is not how the travel normally works, considering it was a bounce pass, and she lost control on the way up, caught it, came down, and apparently the ref right there thought that she had possession. Well... As it is, it'll be Lawrence Nelson basketball after that. They'll work it down the floor to Himmelberg. She'll wait for her teammate to catch up, running with it for the layup. It's blocked in lane. Molly McCartney was denied, and now Axtell 
will have the ball, and that looked like an obvious body foul there. I'm not sure how they missed that one right in front of the ref. Caught him with the shoulder. Ref having a conversation with somebody in the crowd. This is a great game. Axtell will maintain possession. Looked like Kelsey Mankey was going to get whistled for a foul there. For sure. Looked like it. Instead, it's the Wildcats right here in the corner. Right down in front of us. Miller now has it back between the circles looking for the running Ashley or actually Caitlin Cowan. And she puts it up and in. And Caitlin Cowan gets on the scoreboard tonight. Great catch there on the pass from Miller. Look like, oh, and a steal here. Well, now we have two on two. Here's Miller, Reagan Miller, waiting for her team to catch up. And we're going to get a three-point shot from Sophie Melema off the glass and in. Bank, bank, bank. 26-21. <laughs> hey, if it goes in, doesn't matter how it gets there, right? That's right. Tim Duncan style there. <laughs> a little more straight away than a Tim Duncan bank shot. Now a three from the baseline. Himmelberg can't connect and a rebound. Off the weak side, pulled out of there by the Wildcats. Here comes Reagan Miller. Kind of hesitated for a moment. Basketball coming right into Nick's hands. Up here on the stage. Nice job, Nick. Hey, I do what I can. I just try to help out. I do what I can. Yeah. Contribute to society. That's what I always say. Uh, I'm just glad we don't have the plug-in down there. As the Wildcats have it on the baseline, a dribble pass is going to be taken away. Those dribble passes don't work in traffic. No, not ideal. Not ideal. You get The bounce pass is for a specific use at a specific time. Now there's a steal. Season Melima comes up with it. And what happened here? Well, obviously, Melima came up with the basketball. They pointed in the direction of Axtell. I don't know. Compared to the con... Whoa. Oh. She stepped on the, ba- on the uh, sideline, maybe. It looks like one of the refs just completely, completely overruled the other ref, called off the foul, and not only that, gave Lawrence Nelson the basketball. So they have it in their half courts from the far sideline. 26-21, they trail by five. Remember, Lawrence Nelson led 17-14 coming into the quarter. Here's Alyssa Miller into the corner. Three from Maddie Kuchera, no good. Rebound. Along the baseline, fought for jump ball. Possession arrow, I believe, is going to go to Axtell. Wow, like, you know, this is great competition right now. Both teams are playing so hard. We're seeing some pretty good basketball, a little squirrely here and there, but wouldn't have it any other way. There's Reagan Miller running up the floor. Lost it. She was fouled. No. No, she was not fouled. It sure looked like it for a second. And not only that, they give they give Lawrence Nelson the clean block and say the ball went off Reagan Miller. We're sitting right here, Brandon. Oh, nope. They give it back to Axtell. Oh, here's a yeah, turnover. Uh, Axtell ball. A trap here at midcourt, and that's going to force a timeout from the Wildcat coach, Kelly Kuskley. A minute 34 remaining here in the third quarter. It's 26-21. Wildcats lead it here. We're back right after this on The Breeze. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle. 
and contact the NSAA to get registered. The Breeze 94.5. We are back here as uh, we continue on in the third quarter. We got a great atmosphere here tonight, Brandon. We got student section from Axtell right near us. Looks like they're having a, a beach party. I don't know what they're doing over here. They got <laughs> beach towels and Hawaiian shirts, and the crowds are chanting back and forth. Great atmosphere here for a five-point game. Yeah, just 94 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Axtell basketball. It is Reagan Miller giving it off. And now Ashley Snell controls in the forecourt. Back over to Miller. Thought about shooting. Works to the baseline. Now we go up top. Back over to Miller. Working in the triangle again. Back up top again. Over to the uh, right side this time. And a running 18-footer, Emmy Nickel, connects. Her fifth point of the quarter. Had a big three earlier. Haxtell taking control here in the third quarter. 28-21, biggest lead of the game. Up top, Maddie Kachera. She shot it well. She'll give off the pass. They go down to Kelsey Menke, who has not been a factor in this game down low. And she now draws a foul. This is the opposite of what, Co- of what Coach Biltoff told me before the game that Lawrence Nelson was looking to do. Minky has literally done nothing for this team today because they haven't been able to get her to the ball. She doesn't have a point yet, and they really need her to get going like she did Tuesday. There she goes, makes her first free throw of the night. She's now one of five, and you almost wonder if maybe there's the whole hacka, hacka shack thing going right, on down there. Right, right. You know, it's very possible because they know that she is dangerous in the post. Second free throw, no good. She gets the ball back, gets rid of it to Himmelberg. Pull-up jumper from the left side, won't go. Rebound, cleared out of there by Lawrence Nelson. So another opportunity here, and now the ball loose. Hot potato. They get it again down to Mankey, and this time, she, <laughs> no, they call it off. Whoa, she was fouled. How did that not go? How is that How is that not an and one, Brandon? She was obviously in the act of shooting on that play. She was on the way up when he blew the whistle. Well, apparently they say it was on the floor, there, so there will be no free throws. I'm going to have to scratch that one out of the scorebook. And three on the way, no good by Miller, won't go, and another offensive rebound. Raiders getting all kinds of opportunities and no help from the referees here. Passes down low to Rachel Kathman, who had it taken away from her. That was, I believe that was season Melima with the block right there. Now Ashley Snell has it down to 14 seconds, running in the lane, puts it up, and a foul. No travel there. (laughs) It looked like she took an extra step. You're right. I, I really don't like uh, talking about the refs and how they ref the game, but there have been some fairly interesting calls made. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it, it's been a little sloppy here, and uh, that first free throw is no good. I know they do the best they can, yep. here, but second free throw, no good. A lot of questionable calls. Ten seconds. Cherokee from Thayer, deep on the right wing. A three now on the corner from the left side. Will not go for Kachera. Run down, and at the buzzer, hmm. Alyssa Miller cannot connect from downtown. So it stays a six-point ball game after three. It is Axtell 28, Lawrence Nelson 22. We'll be back after this for the finish right after this on the Breeze. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. At AceraCare Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at AceraCare.com. AceraCare Hospice, caring for moments that matter. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carl and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Breeze 94.5. We're back on the Breeze 94.5 as uh, we come back to action here. Lawrence Nelson had a long possession but came up short. They were shooting a bunch of threes and none of them fell. I think they shot like three of them there. Yeah. Axtell with the basketball and the lead 28 22. Here's Season Melima from about 18 feet away. Won't go. And a rebound, Lawrence Nelson. From there, running up with it. Going to be chased from behind by Miller. Almost stolen away. And the Raiders retain in the corner. Now they go to Miller right wing. Top of the key to Himmelberg, who's been quiet here tonight. She has just two points. Now a steal on the dribble pass. Here comes Ashley Snell the other way. One on two. Laying laying it up too strong. It was a tough shot. And Lawrence Nelson comes up with the rebound. Well, if uh, we're going to judge this quarter on how they're calling it here early, it looks like they're going to let him play. And now we get a timeout on the floor called by the Raiders. A 30-second timeout. We'll just keep it right here for right now and want to say thanks to one of our sponsors again, bringing you our coverage, Glenwood Telephone. Rent our space. Glenwood Business Center in downtown Hastings. Well, uh, been kind of a, a different quarter here to start. Right. As you mentioned, the, the referees letting them play a little bit, and maybe that's a good thing. Well, maybe uh, they decided that the second and the third quarters were going to be where they called the fouls, and the first and fourth, they'd let them play. You know, we don't know. And, you know, in a game like this, you kind in my opinion, you kind of want to let them play. You have to call fouls, obviously, but I mean, they're just out there competing, so you kind of got to let the athletes decide the game. And it is Lawrence Nelson basketball. They've kind of gone ice cold here from field goals. And now a three-pointer is way short. Again, coming up with it was Kachera. Missed her second opportunity as well on the offensive rebound, and they are just not hitting anything right now. Wildcats starting to pull away up by six. Ice cold for Lawrence Nelson Raiders right now. Here is a steal <laughs> in the lane. Kachera comes up with it 
And now Alyssa Miller controls. She'll bring it across the timeline. Good screen at midcourt there by Kujera. Some tip passes there, and Axtell comes down with the basketball. Reagan Miller pulls up in the corner right in front of us here on the right side. Ahead to Ashley Snell up top. Back to Melama. Down to Miller on the baseline. Turnaround jumper. It's good. It's an eight-point lead for Axtell. Great job there. Season Melama feeding Reagan Miller as she found her as she found herself some room in the post. And getting close to a 10 count here. And Coach Kuskley is just jumping up and down. We, I, I think what we have here right now is we got, uh, they're calling the game a little different. I think every official right now is calling it a little different, so it's making it hard for the players to understand where the limits are as far as contact and how they can play the game, and that is very important. And Axtell, the, the foul is calling Caitlin Callen. That's her fourth. And now it's on the baseline for the Raiders. They kick it out to Kachera for three. This one won't go. And now a rebound in the lane. Again, a missed shot. Alyssa Miller this time. And just nothing is falling for Lawrence Nelson. It's like there is a lid on top of the basket for Lawrence Nelson. They're getting good looks. And Wildcats with the ball again. The Raiders have just one foul this half, so they may want to think about starting to get their fouls up. There's a three in the corner, and that one is Emmy Nickel connecting. Her third three of the night. That might be the dagger, Brandon, as cold as Lawrence Nelson has been. And (laughs) now a steal. Two on one, Reagan Miller ahead to Ashley Snell, lays it up, and in. She's fouled. And that's as you said, it could be the dagger. Knockout punch, Brandon. Knockout punch right there. You know, I think Axtell might have got away with a little bit of a foul there on that other end, but they forced the turnover. If the whistle doesn't blow, you have to keep playing. Lawrence Nelson didn't get back. Axtell looking for the old-fashioned three-point play. Yeah. And right now it is a 7-0 run to start this quarter for the Wildcats. If Snell can hit her free throw, it would be an 8-0 run. That one is no good. Rebound, Lawrence Nelson. How big are those missed free throws by the Raiders earlier in this game? I hate to say I told you so. Missed free throws. Always a factor in a close game. Ron Thayer from three won't go. That felt like a forced three-pointer on that shot. Here's uh, Axtell with the ball. Snell brings it across. Again, the Wildcats, the number one seed out of this sub-district. Both these teams, though, with identical records at 18-6. and six. Regardless of what happens here, I'm not sure how the wild card is stacking up, but I think Lawrence Nelson has a pretty good shot of even grabbing a wild card right now. Wow. It is season Melma just dribbling out, not in any hurry to score. Ahead to Reagan Miller now. She'll pull it back out near the timeline, and now she's fouled. Can we have the shot clock discussion again? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see uh, <laughs> some sort of an implementation on that. According to the rules, they can literally hold the ball for the last four minutes, and that is completely legal. Timeout called on the floor. It is now 35-22. to 22. Axtell has pulled a 13-point lead out of here. We're going to take a quick timeout. We'll be back after this on The Breeze. 
Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. The Breeze 94.5. Pass along some scores here to you on the uh, scoreboard uh, the, by, brought to you by Furniture Direct. Uh, we see that Carney Catholic is moving on. They defeated Minden 35 to 20. Or, or, excuse me, it's after three quarters. Carney Catholic leading Minden 35 24 after three. BDS leading Friend. Wow, 56 42 with only a minute 42 left in that game. Sounds like that one's over. Very close. Wildcats basketball. They have it in the forecourt. Reagan Miller looking into the corner. Top to season. Melano way out by the timeline and a foul. A no doubt foul right there called on Haley Menke. See if I can't find a Cambridge Bertrand score here. And that is uh, the opposite side of our district. The winner of this district, sub-district will play the winner of that sub-district. Inbound pass from the bench. Season Melma has it. She is now double-teamed in the forecourt. Now pulls it out. Ahead to Reagan Miller. Guarded closely and gets away from the defense. Comes inside, kicks it back out. And again, just running a little bit of a weave up there by the top of the key. I'm surprised Lawrence Nelson's not fouling quicker here. I would get the fouls up and get this clock stopped. Well, all, all Axtell is doing is playing keep away. And, you know, I'm of the mindset, and if you can get a basket, get a basket. You're up by 13. Keeping the ball away really changes the entire game. So Axtell just trying to hold on, apparently, and, and get out of here with the win. Melma. Sees Melma ahead to Sophie Melma. And we get a foul. That is the sixth team foul now against Lawrence Nelson. And it goes on Haley Mankey, who is fouled out. So she'll come out, and we'll see who they... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Looks like they brought in Miller. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a quick substitution right there. I must have missed it. <laughs> And now Sophie Melema almost got oh. fouled. They call it timeout. I thought he was going to whistle the jump ball right there. Got some soccer cheers going on. They sure do. This has been a good atmosphere here, a good crowd. St. Cecilia, by the way, after three quarters of play, leading Centura, 58-36. You can hear that game on 1230 KHAS. It's probably in the a little bit later in the fourth quarter now. That's an old tweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, ah, technology. Yeah. Exeter Milligan, by the way, leading Hampton in uh, the final two minutes of that one, 53-46. And again, BDS still leading Friend with a minute 11 left, 56-54. What a battle that is. A couple of rivals out there. And that's, oh, that's only a two-point game. I must have misheard you earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you said 56-42 to 42 or something like that. Ah, 56-54 in that game. Dundee County Stratton leading Morrill after three in the D-112. 56-29 is the score there. Here it's 35-22. Wildcats lead it. 
Under three to play. Ball is going to be knocked away by Lawrence Nelson. And a foul. Brandon, two things on that play. First first thing, uh, the ball was thrown off a player's foot. That's a kick. Yeah. And so it looks like Axtell is just really trying to get out of here with the win. Here's Miller at the free throw line, and she misses it. Wildcats, or uh, Raiders rather, come up with the rebound. So Wildcats had nobody down there. Three-pointer from the right side by Kuchera, who's gone ice cold here, misses that one. And now a battle for the ball, jump ball. <laughs> and I believe it'll go to Axtell. Yes, it will. Well, nothing going right here for Lawrence Nelson. They've been shut out in this quarter. All right. That, Lawrence Nelson, excuse me. Yes, yes. It's It's been a rough second half here for the Raiders. And I, I don't know. I, I, I'm all for that whatever Coach uh, Cooksley told him in there at the half was, like you said, it was Mike's secret sauce because yeah. they came out. This has been a completely different team in the second half. It's like they woke up. They were not playing their best basketball no. in the first half. And I bet he would admit that. We'll try to get him on the postgame interview here as uh, we continue on. Axtell almost forcing a steal there on Kuchera and now they finally do get it away and run down by Himmelberg. Down to 2.05 left to go. Yeah, three-pointer, actually a long two. Her foot was on the line. That is from Thayer. Nice shot there. However, you know, like I've said before, that deep two, worst shot in basketball. And now the ball goes out of bounds. Lawrence Nelson had forced a turnover momentarily, but it goes right off their fingertips to the baseline. 35-24. Wildcats lead it. A tie-up. Now, actually, Reagan Miller gets fouled. And back to the other end for a one-and-one. Miller appears to be limping right now, Brandon. Not sure if she came into this game banged up, but appears to be a little bit hobbled right now. Free throw is good. Waxtell plays like this next week. They have a really good chance of playing down in Lincoln coming up in uh, early March. Second free throw is good. Well, that's when everybody wants to be playing. Early March, March Madness. That's right around the corner. I can't wait. 37-24. Raiders have the basketball. Minute 40. Down to the baseline. A pull-up jumper from the right side is good from Cherokee from Thayer. It is 37-26. Reagan Miller with the ball. High dribble. Stolen away by Himmelberg. And the Raiders get some points here if they can hustle. And they get it to Himmelberg. Long jumper oh, would not oh. go. That would have been a three-pointer. And a loose ball. That's going to be. That should be a travel. The ball moved as she was falling. The uh, Axtell player. It is a travel. That is the most absurdly delayed travel call that I have ever seen, Brandon. There was no reason for him to draw it out like that. But he got it right. Thank goodness. <laughs> we'll give him credit where credits due. <laughs> Lawrence Nelson basketball. It'll be from Thayer from way downtown. No good. Offensive rebound pulled down by uh, Mankey there, and she is fouled. And that might not be a bad foul if you're Axtell, because she is just one of six from the free throw line. You're playing the numbers there. 
You are. However, you know, you you know, you don't want the clock to stop. You're up by double digits. If there's any way you can keep the clock rolling, that's really what you're looking for here. Free throw. Again, it's a one-on-one situation. She misses. And another opportunity here on the rebound. A wow. three-pointer from Fromm Thayer won't go. Mankey battling for the rebound, puts it up and in. <laughs> and she's fouled. I'm not sure exactly what Axtell was trying to accomplish there, but they left Cherokee Tramp there wide open from three. They're lucky she didn't hit that. However, Minky with another offensive rebound, the basket, chance for the classic three-point play. And watch out if she misses it. Lawrence Nelson's rebounding the heck out of that ball. They got a box out. Looks like Sophie Melima for Axtell has fouled out. Fouls out with six points. Kelsey Mankey putting it up and in. Big free throw right there. It's an eight-point lead now for Axtell with only a minute left. Looks like Lawrence Nelson making some offense-defense substitutions right now. They take Mankey off the floor. However, that does leave them vulnerable underneath the basket. Now trying to run the baseline is Snell. She lost it and a layup there. <laughs> For Himmelberg. Oh. And almost another steal there on the inbound pass. It is 37-31. Axtell better be careful here. If Axtell's coach had any hair, he would be pulling it out of his skull right now. Again from the baseline, Ashley Snell looking to inbound the pass. Those are the football pass. And it's tipped. Pulled out of there by Camille Fischel. Now into the hands of Reagan Miller. Going to quickly wrap her up. And foul. And that's a good foul. Still just a one-on-one situation here. The last time we can say that. That pass by Axtell off of the inbound. She just cocked it back, tried to chuck it down court. Lawrence Nelson got a hand on it. And if they would have been able to control it, they could have cut this to a four-point game. However, Axtell able to keep possession. Reagan Miller gets fouled. They better be glad there's no rafters here. I've seen it before. <laughs> that hits the ceiling. That's a, they get it on the baseline. That's right. Free throw is missed. It's just a six-point lead. Here comes Lawrence Nelson. Alyssa Miller out to oh! McCartney for the three, and it's a three-point lead for Axtell. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Huge. Here we go at the timeline. And Lawrence Nelson with the uh, foul there on Reagan Miller. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, what are we watching take place right now? That was a huge three from Molly McCartney. Her first bucket of the game cuts this to three points. 26.1 seconds left is Minky. Nope, they're not going to let the subs come in. This guy's taking control right here. Oh, man, what a three by Molly McCartney. Her first Ooh. basket of the game, and it's a big one. <laughs> and I'm really shocked that Axtell is not having anybody down here to rebound this basketball. What are they thinking here? Missed free throw. Reagan Miller misses another free throw there. She has another opportunity here. But either way, this is going to be a four-point or three-point lead. We, I'm not sure what the coach is thinking. You have four bad. One, your only person up in the fourth court is a free throw shooter. And she makes the free throw. So that's a big make right there. It's still only a four-point lead. Here is Fromm Thayer ahead. They don't need a three. All they need is a two right here. Here's Himmelberg. 
from Thayer. Throws one up. It's no good. And it's going to be a turnover off the missed shot there. Oh. I think she was hoping for a foul. They didn't need the three there, Brandon. All they needed was a two. All they needed was a two and get it down to a two-point game and force Axtell to make free throws. Not a good possession. 13 seconds, and they quickly foul season element there. So either way, it's still going to be a two-possession game, whether she makes or misses these free throws. I, I can guarantee you this, that Coach Kathy Biltoff from Lawrence Nelson, that is not the shot that she wanted her team to take. Down by four with 20 seconds left in the game. It's plenty of time. All you needed was the two. Season Melima will shoot two here, and she makes the first one. She's now two of three from the charity strike. So it's 39-34. We may see a timeout here after this free throw. Second one is good, and we will. We'll get a timeout by Axtell. So we'll just keep it right here. 11.5 seconds. Okay, we saw this lead evaporate on Axtell. They had a 10-point lead at one point. And it's just completely evaporated. It's now a six-point lead. But well, I mean, honestly, Brandon, they're lucky that it's a six-point lead. Because whatever Axtell was doing in this last two minutes has literally allowed Lawrence Nelson to get back in the game. Lawrence Nelson, granted, played good defense, and they were where they needed to be at certain points. But Axtell with turnovers, missed free throws. Like I say, missed free throws. Free throws can win or lose you a game. And you have the free throw numbers for Lawrence Nelson. They've missed more than six free throws. Yeah. Let's see, they've shot 13 free throws. They've only made four out of 13. So you're looking at nine points left on the board. Those nine points right now would have Lawrence Nelson up by three. Yeah, it's, a, it's a quite a swing here. The Raiders... We'll take it up the floor here, down to 11 seconds. Himmelberg going up and lays it up. No, it's short. Put up high off the glass, and that's going to do it on Lawrence Nelson's season. Now the jumper finally goes on the third rebound. They get the two, but it's still a four-point lead here for Axel. I didn't see who scored the ball. Uh, that was Miller. That was Miller who got the bucket off of the rebound there. That is her fifth rebound in the game, but too little, too late. You know, I don't know about you, Brandon, but I consider this one of the best games that we've had the opportunity to cover. And yeah. you know what? This is exactly what we expected. One second remaining here, 40 to 36, Axtell. They'll have the basketball looking to inbound it from the Lawrence Nelson baseline. But what can you do down? I mean, unless you get a foul while you're in the act of shooting three and you make it, that's well, the only way. I believe I mentioned this before, unless Reggie Miller is going to walk out here, steal the inbounds, hit the three, steal the next one, hit another three, this game is over. Now we don't have Reggie Miller on the floor here. I do not. I don't see him out there, Brandon. And the pass going to be stolen, but it's not going to matter. Axtell escapes with a victory. 40-36. to 36, They celebrate at center court. They're moving on. Well, what a finish to this game. Certainly didn't expect that at one point with them, with the Wildcats up by as many as 10. And uh, quite the finish there. <laughs> They're moving on to take on the winner between Cambridge and Bertrand. Stay tuned. We will have post-game action brought to you by brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. 
That's coming up next here on the Breeze 94.5. We're back in just a few minutes. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. The Breeze 94.5. We welcome you back here into the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. Well, what a wild finish it was here in this game. <laughs> My goodness. So we, uh, we saw a lot of stuff. <laughs> we, we saw Axtell play not their best game in the first half. Nope. They came out... Something something changed in the halftime speech, obviously. Something clicked, and uh, we now have the head coach joining us here on the postgame. And, uh, Coach, uh, what a win for your team. Uh, we were, we've were we been talking about it. You didn't play your best basketball in the first half, but something something changed uh, during the break. What, what happened? Uh, I don't know. Eight weeks. Quit turning the ball over, and I felt that helped our offense, and then we could get set up into our defense a lot better. Uh, I certainly didn't like how we finished the game, but uh, credit to our kids. We've been to three district finals in the last four years, and uh, my kids are winners, and they just they just know how to figure out a way to win. Well, we, we saw some, some great shooting here. Uh, let's see. Uh, your, your number 22 there, that's uh, Emmy Nickel. She shot three three-pointers here in the game come up with uh, 11 points for you how, how big was she a contributor for you? uh you know that girl has improved the whole season uh she always works hard in practice i mean she's not the biggest girl uh but uh, there's not i don't know if there's a harder worker out there uh than emmy she works hard on her shot and you know she made some big plays and i've told her time and time again that you can make those plays and uh and she did. She had some big shots tonight. I'm very proud of her. I'm very proud of this group of girls. 
Well, we saw in, in your game against Franklin, you didn't play four consistent quarters there. We didn't see four consistent quarters here today. But after the second half of this game, uh, how much momentum do you think that will carry over into the district final? Well, I, I don't know. I just really want to enjoy this one. Uh, Coach Biltop does an excellent job with her kids. Uh, she's got a great group of seniors. Uh, they've been kind of uh, – every year we play them, they're always a very tough out. And uh, like I said, she does a great group – or a great job with her kids. And But, uh, you know, I think putting it together for four quarters in a game of girls basketball is tough for any team, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless you're one of the – the top teams in the state, I mean, but, you know, our girls just, they, they enjoy the process and uh, they, they stay with it. Well, it seemed like, uh, you know, the, one of their go-to girls is Kelsey Mankey in the low post. Yeah. She only finished with four points. Was that someone you were keying in on early? That was, uh, you know, she's a very good post, uh, does a lot of good things for them inside. She's a great rebounder, uh, good finisher around the rim. And, uh, you know, that was one thing we said, you know, if we're going to get beat tonight, it's not going to be by number 50 because, I mean, she's a good player. And when posts get going, they get going. And it's really tough to stop them. So we really tried to make them hit, hit some outside shots. And they did hit a few in the first half, uh, but they really went cold in the, in the uh, second half. And we rebounded finally. The first time we played them, we got slaughtered on the boards. And that was the difference of this game as we finally rebounded. Well, uh, we see here that uh, the D110 subdistrict finals gone final. Cambridge defeated Bertrand 56-37. Wow. So, so uh, looking ahead to Cambridge, uh, what do you know about them? Uh, I have only seen them on film one time, and that was for a team on our, our record. We haven't played them yet. Uh, they do have one of the best players in uh, D1, uh, her, Aaliyah Shaner, I think her name is. She's about a 5'11 point guard, which is never an easy matchup. So... Uh, it's going to be a tough game. Cambridge has a lot of tradition, uh, but our girls are. This is a special group. I don't. I can't put a finger on it, but they're a special group, and they work really hard, and they've deserved everything they've gotten to get to this point. Well, good win for you here. You escape with a 40 to 36 win. No, it wasn't the finish you wanted here. No, but, uh, go that's why you. I'm bald. I'm <laughs> well, we mentioned if you had any hair, you're probably pulling it out yeah. here. Yeah. Nice. So. Uh, enjoy the win, Coach. We, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Yep, no problem. Thanks for covering us, guys. You guys do a great job. Thank right, you. We appreciate that. Uh, again, Head Coach Kelly Kuskley from the Axtell Wildcats. Uh, again, they are victorious here moving on in uh, to the district final next week. And we'll have all the totals for you coming up. We're going to take one more time out. Back with more of the New West Sports Medicine or Orthopedic Surgery postgame show when we return. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 
New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. The Breeze, 94.5. Welcome back in to New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Live here at the Husker Power Products broadcast booth, Sandy Creek Gymnasium. And our final score again tonight, Axtell defeats Lawrence Nelson 40-36 in the D19 Sub-District Championship. So they're moving on to play in the D15 District Final. And that'll be against Cambridge at a site to be determined. Going to guess maybe they play that in Lexington by chance. I don't know. Somewhere out somewhere out west probably. Uh, but, you know, what a whale of a game this turned out to be. We didn't. It was, it was ugly at times. Yeah. It was pretty at times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Axel manages to hold on. And, and, you know, they got a lot of fight in them. You know what? We came into this game saying two 18-win teams. We hope we get a good game. And God willing, that is exactly what we were blessed with tonight. Granted, there were some rough points for both teams. It was an up-and-down game, but that's what you look for. Both these teams came out tonight, and they really competed. As we sit here and we look at the fans and the players out here in front of us from Axtell with smiles and high fives and laughter, and then you look across the court, and you see the looks on some of these Lawrence Nelson players with tears coming down their faces, hugging their parents, now, that's a really tough spot to be in. I've been there myself. I understand their, what they're feeling, and it's rough. But for Axtell, look, they're moving on. They don't care what's going on on the other side of the court. They got Cambridge coming up next week, and I'm sure Coach is going to get them ready. Absolutely. Let's run down the totals here for Axtell. Leading scorer tonight was Emmy Nickel. She really came on strong from beyond the arc. She had nine points from beyond the arc. She finishes with 11. Nine points total for Reagan Miller. Had six points apiece from the Melima sisters, Season and Sophie. Let's see. We also had uh, four points from Ashley Snell, two points apiece from Camille Fischel and uh, Caitlin Callen, mm-hmm. three points also for Paige Kirby tonight. Lawrence Nelson led in scoring by Alyssa Miller. She finishes with 11. Nine points for Cherokee from Thayer. Five points for Maddie Kuchera, four points apiece both for um, Kelsey Menke and Harley Himmelberg. And Coach talked about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Menke, they targeted her, and uh, they, you know, anytime she scores probably less than 10 points, the opponent's probably going to come out victorious. Well, and, and we spoke about this, you know, several times over the course of the game and even pregame, and that is the goal for Lawrence Nelson is to get the ball into the post. That's how they like to work. They like to work inside and then work it back out to their open shooters. Well, Axtell tonight, they didn't give them that opportunity. Mingi had no easy looks. Partially, I mean, it was just great defense by Axtell tonight. So you got to really pat him on the back and say, great job, because Minky is a heck of a ball player, like Coach said. Yeah, she certainly is. So, again, it uh, looks like, that, again, the, the, they will be moving on. Axtell will be moving on. Not sure about uh, what the uh, wild card hopes remain for Lawrence Nelson. That will be uh, determined after next week. Uh, the we had some other finals. I know that uh, it looked like St. Cecilia was well onto their way. Uh, that game has gone final by now. I don't have the score in front of me, but 
We know St. Cecilia will be moving on to their district final. See if we can pass along some scores here real quick for you. Uh, one more time. And uh, we see we have a lot of scores from outside the area being tweeted in right now. Hyannis at halftime leading Crawford. That's out west, 22-12 to in their sub-district final there. Kozad, that's boys basketball. I don't care about boys tonight, but if you're wondering, <laughs> Kozad uh, did win over McCook tonight, 52-41. to For your information. Just for your information, yeah. <laughs> uh, C-111 district final. Kozad girls defeated Hershey 34-29. to Actually, that's after three. I see final on these tweets. Right. Because everyone's playing their sub-district final, so I keep thinking it's the final score. Well, that's why I let you do that, because <laughs> I, number one, don't know how to run that stuff. And number two, I have no interest in trying to decipher that code. Well, the friend game's gone final, and uh, friend in overtime, yeah, they defeated BDS 59-58. Oh, that one's got to hurt. Yeah. That's got to hurt. Yeah, almost, uh, almost an upset there. And uh, let's see if we can't find any more scores from our area. Here we go. Carney Catholic defeats Minden 47-38. to Wow. St. Pat's, they fall to Ravenna. Ravenna wins 53-48. And Hampton at the buzzer beats Exeter Milligan tonight by a score of 56-54. Sounds like a great game. Absolutely. And again, we mentioned Cambridge getting their victory tonight, and that is who Axtell will move on to play next week. So that's what we have. Again, uh, stay tuned tomorrow morning, 1230 KHS. Mike will run down all the scores for you from the ball games and we appreciate you tuning in to us tonight on the radio and we will be talking to you again next week somewhere we don't know where yet but uh, we plan to bring you some more high school basketball right here on the breeze 94.5 our thanks to our presenting sponsors tonight husker power products your full service irrigation engine headquarters in hastings and sutton nebraska mary landing Healthcare, your care our inspiration and glenwood telephone now delivering fiber to hastings well, Nick, it's been a fun week. <laughs> it has been great. You know, I, I've said this a bunch. I love this time of year. I love tournament basketball because this is when you get the best games, when your season is on the line and, you know, you put it on like Ricky Bobby, and if you're not first, you're last. And Axtell came out. They did a great job tonight, and they'll be moving on, and I look forward to next week in some uh, boys' sub-district basketball. going to be a lot of fun. Nick Quaring uh, has been my broadcast partner. I'm Brandon Peoples want to say thanks to brad beam engineering things back at the breeze studio tonight we will say so long here from sandy creek high school again the final score axtell they defeat lawrence nelson they're moving on 40 to 36 our final we'll talk to you again next time you've been listening to high school basketball on the breeze 94.5 kliq hastings grand island carney and all of south central nebraska This has been a presentation of PlatteRiverPreps.com and Platte River Radio Sports.